Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo of the Lighthouse Chapel International delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style that young people relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is an international minister, evangelist, and pastor of the Adenta branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God. Shout me louder tonight. Wow. I wish we could have the service all night. But I want us to put our hands together for everyone who ministered here tonight. You know, many of us see this evening service as a special service with lights and lovely, a lovely ambience. But I want to inform you that very soon, what you are calling special will happen every service. No. There was a time in my life that drinking Fanta was a special event. You wore a Christmas hat and they poured your Fanta in a cup with your new, new dress. Yes. But by the grace of God, what used to be special is now an everyday affair. So, I want to really, really thank the Lord for making this service possible. And I want to thank Reverend Corby and his team. Everyone. You know, I believe that we have one of the best film stars in the system. Awesome. And it's going to get better and better and better and better. I want us to clap our hands for the singers, for the dancers, 
Clap your hands for ev everyone. The instrumentalists. guys again I want you also to inform your parents that there's going to be a shine camp very soon so it's going to be one of the most missionary camps ever at Mampong. So, get ready. Great things are going to happen. Amen. I mean, I love these balloons. I would like to carry all of them into my bedroom. Beautiful. But I want to inform you that you, you are going to come to a very beautiful place. Now, when Reverend Kobe was speaking, some of you thought he was you know, creating some strange scenarios. But surely, you are one of these days going to come to church with a Prado. Some of you are standing here alone but you are going to attend a shine service with your wife by your side. Receive it now. Because we will not be, look at them. <laughs> we will not be like this forever. Some of you will be in the service and your suitcase will be at the back there because you just landed from Amsterdam receive it now Reverend Kobe I want you to also begin to make arrangements because we, are, we, will, we will need to have a children's service for shine because as we are here, our children are receiving now.
but 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 unfortunately unfortunately the the children's service time will not be here when we move to our air-conditioned cathedral Yesterday, yesterday, the architect emailed the drawings of the air-conditioned cathedral. Finally, I just saw in the spirit a lady just came to shine but she wasn't walking normally. When I saw her, I thought she had been she's having a stroke but it's not a stroke. The stomach is like that. service, we have a prophetic time. So I just finished the prophetic time for today. There is, there is something I cannot see very clearly. So I'm very certain that it's for next week. Yeah, because it is the color theme for a wedding. I'm not sure what the color is. Yes. So we have finished. Father, speak to us in the service tonight in Jesus' name. You may be seated. Glory to God. Let there be light. Part three. There is going to be light in your life. Your life is going to be a life of lights. That was how God solved the confusion problem on the earth. Yes. When he saw that there was confusion and emptiness in the earth, on the earth, he commanded light to shine. 
And tonight, I'm going to talk about one or two lights. Because your life needs light. Your life needs light. If there is no light in your life, Satan will take over and you'll be amazed at what he will do with your life. I want you to get, we must have our filling station at the back next week so that at, at the end of every service, you can just go for your message. Yeah. yeah because all of us are going to be using iPads and iPhones and this type of thing. Yeah. iPhone 5 will be the minimum we are going to use next year. Minimum. Yeah. I just saw somebody producing music. Yes. A national and international recording artist is in this room. It's going to happen soon. I don't know. I, I just I just saw an album. Right now, I just saw an album. The devil is going to be amazed at what is going to come out of your life. That is why the message I'm preaching is the most important message you will ever hear. Because there must be light in your life. When there was, the Bible says that the earth was without form and void. And darkness was over the deep. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 2. Darkness was upon the face of, of the deep. And the spirit of the Lord moved. And God said, let there be light. Do not allow darkness into your life. Do not. There is nothing good about darkness. You, you are only going to welcome Satan into your life. That's why I'm talking about the different types of lights that you must have in your life. You know, if you read Acts chapter 9, verse 1, the Bible says, Saul. Let me not read it. In Acts 9, the story you, you, you have here is Saul, who later became Paul. A demon entered him and be, he, he began to kill pastors and kill Christians and he was on a similar mission to Damascus. Many of us are on such missions but in your case you are not destroying Christians or pastors. In your case you are destroying yourself. You are destroying yourself. And the Bible says, as he was going to Damascus with letters to persecute Christians, the Bible says, suddenly, there was a bright light. The only thing that could stop Paul, Saul, in his tracks, was light. Yes. As soon as the light shone, suddenly he stopped. 
there are many things in your life you will not be able to stop until a certain light shines in your life some of us sitting here are struggling with fantastic demons yes. amazing devils as you are sitting here looking nice and cute the demon in you is not nice and cute the demon in you is a very 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 wild animal sending you on missions yes when others are traveling to do missions to preach and establish churches you are on a pornography mission fornication mission at your age you are not even 20 years you are in love with three girls you are not different from Saul on the road to Damascus but a light is about to shine in your life I said a light is about to shine in your life as soon as you see if you have you are in a room and there are cockroaches and mice in the room don't bother to go and get some raid or magic chalk sasso just have bright lights everywhere in the cupboard under the bed whenever they see light they will run away some of you a certain boy is around you because there's a certain light which has not appeared when when that light shines that cockroach run away and I've given you about three or so four types of lights the first light is the Lord himself let there be light the Lord himself is a light John said he was not the light he was not the light but he was a forerunner of the light when Jesus Christ is in your life a certain light appears it is that light I'm talking about that sucks mice that sucks demons that is why as we are dancing and singing we are also careful to ensure that there is light, the light of the Lord. You can sing and dance and jump and move about, but if the Lord is not in your life, you are missing a certain type of light. Have you watched a movie? Or, yes, a movie on an LED screen. LED is a type of screen. You have some at, at uh, Legon Junction. What's the name of that junction? Opunglo Junction. Is it APA or AFI? APA LED lights, yes. Those lights that are used to write, like, if, I, if I, there's a big screen on the right, if you are going, where they put pictures, uh, adverts, and so on, yeah. That screen. It's full of small, 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 small lights. Plenty of them. 
when 10 of those lights go off on the screen, the picture changes. Even one, one dot, one, one will change. Maybe somebody's eye will be off. So you cannot afford to let even one light be off. Yes. The other light I mentioned was the light of the word of God. The word itself is a light. The Bible calls it the glorious gospel. The light of the glorious gospel. Get the message. We are going to have our shine podcast very soon. We have not released our t-shirts and our wristbands. The word of God must be in your life. You see, if you are sitting here and you are not the type who reads your Bible and obeys it every day, it is a light that is off on the screen. And it changes the picture of your life. It distorts your beauty. Yes. When there are lights that must come on in a room and some of the lights are off, the room looks strange and spooky. But tonight I announce that every light that must be on in your life is coming on in the name of Jesus. So that you can stand as a tower. As the blessed person God wants you to be. One demon in your life can move you from being an architect to be a weed smoker. One demon. And the demons don't come in singles. They come in groups. Another light that is very important is your pastor. He's a light. If you allow him, your life will be bright. I want to advise everybody here to have a pastor who advises you. You see, right now, I am a preacher to you. I'm preaching the word of God to you. That's not what we are looking for. You need someone who is available to pump foolishness out of you. The younger you are, you see, if, if I compare myself to you, just by the age difference, I'm wiser than you. The Bible says, a certain man had two sons. And the younger, or always, Solomon said, foolishness is bound to the heart of a child. So, if you are young, your foolishness index is very high. And you need a pastor to drive it out with light. Otherwise, some of you are in school. I told you last week, making good grades. A. A. B plus. One false move will change the picture of your life. You'll be surprised. Some of you don't know the type of enemy you are dealing with. I watched a movie today of Saddam Hussein. I think 
one of these days we'll watch that movie. I, I think it's very important. When I watched the movie, that's when I realized that Satan he is very, very wicked and ruthless. How the man got into power in Iraq. He was a vice president. And how he was able to remove the president. And when he finished, he began to eliminate people he suspected were going to look. Like if his ministers were, let's say, 30 ministers, he would select eight of them and line up the eight. They'll be standing there. And then he will call eight of the, of the ministers. So another eight will come and stand in front. All of them are ministers, so eight stand there, stand in front, one-to-one mapping. Do you do mapping in school? One-to-one mapping. Then he will come. He will put a pistol in your hand. He will say, shoot. If you are a man, don't shoot. He put a pistol in each person's hand and they shot themselves. Everybody was afraid. There was a man who was his best friend. He killed the man and went to his wife's house to console her. Fuck, yes. As I watched it this afternoon, I realized that Satan, eh, you may think he's your friend. You see, anybody here who is not serious with God, you have indirectly invited Satan into your issues. Yes. And he may look handsome. He may look kind. Look, the guy who acted as Saddam, eh? we have to watch the movie. Very nice. The face is nice. You, you won't see anger on his face. He, he, one, his best friend that he killed, he was they were smoking together. And the, the best friend said, I love power. Then he asked him, you love power? He said, yes, I love power. Then he shouted at his wife. He said, I'm his wife. They were somewhere. He said, whatever, let's say Nabil. Or Nabil loves power. He said, you love power? Yes. That was it. His best friend, best friend, Satan is not as nice as you think. That is why, you see, and, and how, how, how does Satan flourish in our lives? Whenever there is no light in you, yeah, the absence of light is equal to or is equivalent to the presence of darkness. Uh, say, turn off the lights now. All the lights, turn them off. Yes. That is it. This is... Whenever a light bulb goes off, you are, you see, you may not say it, you may not confess it. Has anybody here said, let there be darkness? I want to ask you, I said, has anybody said, let there be darkness? No, because you don't need to say it. 
all you need to do is to shut off a light turn off a light and when the darkness descends on you it becomes a culture medium for demons so if you want to send out the light the, the darkness all you need to do is to say what turn on the light turn the lights on now that's it darkness will go away a pastor in your life will turn away darkness the word of God in your life will sack darkness Jesus in your life you don't need to say darkness go just the arrival of Jesus in your heart dismisses darkness clap your hands for Jesus and I'm saying that if there's darkness in your life demons when they come you may think that you are cool you are happy you are blessed but by the time they finish with you is this this service I talked about my friend when we went to form one secondary school the guy who had the highest mark here when we went to secondary school form one 1981 81 form one we were 120 students the first guy the one who topped all we were 120 or 160 the, the guy who had the highest mark by the time we were writing O level you see because when we were going to SU and you know attending Christian whatever they, he felt that we were outmoded and stupid what he didn't know was that he was the stupid one by form two he was smoking Indian hemp oh and he had he had girls in holy child I'm not sure of Wesley girls holy child Agri memorial Ghana national I mean he was a top guy he had the girl because he was he was very black and handsome black dark guy very handsome very handsome as I'm talking I can remember him I saw his picture about a month ago he's as thin as a rake his teeth are black from smoking Indian he's a, he's a write off by the time we were writing O level when we were in the room exam room O-level, uh, Waek, O-level, when you were in the room writing exams, he was in police cells. I'm saying that by the time the devil has finished with you, you will know that a bad person came into your life. But see, when he's with you, it's like Saddam. Smiling, nice, chatty. He's smoking with you, but he's about to kill you now. But you will know. That is why I'm saying that you cannot afford to turn off even one bulb. Because LED screen, every bulb matters. Every bulb matters. Today, I want to talk about one light that must also be turned on in your life. And that light is light number what? How many have I given you? 
5. What's light number 1? Light number 1 is what? The Lord himself is a light. Light number 2 is what? The word of God. Light number 2. The word. Light number 3 is what? Your what? Your pastor is a light. May you have a pastor. Yes. May your relationship with church not just end with you having a preacher who preaches nice messages. We are not looking for nice messages. You are looking for a light. That is what the Israelites said to David. That you cannot go and we will not allow you to go and fight anymore because you are the light of Israel. The man. Turn your Bible. Let me, let me show you that scripture. Second Samuel. I want to show you that a man can be a light. Second Samuel chapter 21 verse 17. But Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, succored him. This is old English. So can you give us New Living Translation? NLT. But Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, succored him and smote the Philistine and killed. There was a battle. But you see, you need to get the context. So let's go to verse 15 and see. Go to verse 15. 15. Second Samuel 17 verse 15. Uh, 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 21 verse 15. Okay, let me read it. You see there? Moreover, the Philistines had yet war again with Israel. And David went down and his servants with him and fought against the Philistines. And David waxed faint. Verse what? Verse what? 16. The, go back to verse 15. The New Living Translation says, David became weak and exhausted. David became weak and exhausted. Verse 16. And Ishbi Benob Ishbi Beno, which was of the sons of the giants, the weight of whose spear weighed 300 shekels of brass in weight. He being girded with a new sword, thought to have slain David. He was armed with a sword and had cornered David and was about to kill him. He was about to kill David. Verse 17. But Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, came to David's rescue. This is the New Living Translation. Succored him means came to David's rescue and killed the Philistine. Then the men of David, because remember, David was about to be killed. The men of David swear to him saying, Thou shalt go no more out with us to battle. That thou quench not the light of Israel. You are not going out to battle with us again. Because you will turn off the light of Israel. So when a certain leader is in front of you, he's not just a man shouting, Move to the right, use your spears, throw your arrows here, 
kill them here, stay behind, move to the left. He's not just a man giving instructions. He's actually a light. And those who see a pastor as a light become very wise. I was at Bishop's birthday party recently and one bishop said was thanking him for allowing him to come allowing this bishop a prophet he said he was he was thanking him for allowing him to come near him to come close to him because by coming close to him in his words he said he became wiser than his classmates he said among his class who were all architects because he was close to him he built his house before anyone of his classmates ever built a house yes very early in his life he owned a house very early in his life he had he bought a car very early in his life he he, he bought land and began to build very very early in his life it was later on that his mates began to build houses and he said it is because he was close to bishop and he was a light in his life because the truth Isaiah chapter 60 verse 2 says that darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people the world is full of darkness darkness shall cover the earth don't be deceived by the lights you see outside tomorrow morning don't be deceived by the sun that will come out the world is in darkness which means that the average person is in darkness which means that the average person is lost which means that the average person on campus is a fool which means that the average girl on campus has no sense which means that the average boy on campus is an idiot i am the one telling you until you come close to a certain light that shines daily weekly hourly speaking to you don't do this go here Come to church. Let's sing. Let's go on outreach. Right now, if I say, oh, let's stop the service and let's go and do, uh, even, even the name outreach, it sounds stupid. What outreach? I mean, it's not like, let's uh, make, make we go clap. Yeah, it, it sounds more, it's like, uh, you are the one, you know, the outreach. It's like some old men or some medieval stone age people. But that is what gives you life. When your pastor instructs you, he's actually introducing light, light into your life. And he said, he said, it was because he was close to him. Very early, and I remember, very early, I went to his house in Kumasi. Very early, it's a young boy, he owned the house. The wisdom to live your life, eh, the light you need to shine on your path, it is with someone. It is with someone. 
you better find a person and get close to him. Otherwise, you will end up like the ordinary masses, the millions who are going nowhere. Who are going nowhere. The million girls who will end up as non-entities. You see that they have MBAs, but they are nothing. She's a lawyer, but she, has, she earns a lot of money, but she's killing herself. They are in town. Go, you don't read the news. Just two days ago, the former CEO of one of the top pharmaceutical companies, he killed himself in Switzerland. Billionaire. It's not about money. It's not about MBA. It's not about having been a graduate. It's about what light is shining in your life. Let me end the message because we need to close. The light I'm talking about today is a light called transparency. I'm doing only one today. We'll close because my time is up. Transparency. If you don't understand transparency, then you must not. You must not be in this service. Being transparent. Being, you see, your inside being visible. If I put plywood here, from here, plywood, all to here, you cannot see anything on the stage. Why? Because plywood is what? An opaque object. But if I use glass, glass, crystal glass, from here to there, as you sit here, you see the cross on the stage, the nice pulpits, the speakers, everything. Visibility, making yourself visible, is a type of light. You see, sometimes you can be with somebody and the person, you see, I see you, you see me, but you are still invisible. You are still not transparent. I see you, you see me. You did your abortion two days ago, but I I can't see. How will I see? I will never see until you open up and you share that I have a problem. I just had my abortion. Ephesians. I'm closing with this verse. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 13. The Bible says, but all things that are reproved, the King James always has big, big English and big words, all things that are reproved are made manifest by light. Are made what? Manifest by what? Light. For whatsoever that make manifest is that thing itself is light. When you make yourself manifest, you are a light that is shining. The New American Standard Bible, which is a translation I would encourage you to have. A good Christian should have different versions of the Bible. That's just, I was looking for New Living Translation, Amplified Bible, the Message Bible, and so on. I'm sure by next week, we must have all those Bibles. The New American Standard Bible, NASB, says this, and I read. But all things become visible when they are exposed by light. But the next sentence is what I'm preaching about. It says, for everything 
that becomes visible is light. Everything that becomes visible is light. It is light. So if in your life things are going on that are not visible, you are in darkness. You have actually invited Satan to come inside. That is why in church we have got pastors. Pastor Clement, Pastor Kobe, they are pastors. I am a pastor. My name is Pastor Edwin. One of the ways the devil can get you to destroy you is to let you have a life that is in a corner, in the darkness somewhere. Nobody sees what you are doing. Even in the business world, years ago, on CNN, this was years ago, they had an advert about business. He said, you cannot do business in a corner. Talking about advertisement. You cannot do business in a corner. Step out into the light. CNN. Step out into the light. If you are selling what? Shoes. You are selling shoes at Odoko. Orako, Orako, Orako. And you are also selling the same shoes at Odoko. But you have advertised it on CNN. Hello. As you can imagine, who is going to make more sales? With your email address, with your website, Evelton. I said Evelton is on the website. You can imagine now who will make sales. So even in business, the one who exposes what he's doing makes millions of cities. Yes, I'm pre- how much more a Christian your life, how can you be in a corner? How can you be masturbating in a corner? You see, and one of the things that the devil succeeds in making us believe is that your problem, you are the only one with a problem. So don't tell anybody because when you say it, it's almost like you are, you are an animal among human beings. But what you don't know is that everybody has the problem, but nobody is talking. Nobody is sharing his problem. Everybody is quiet. Yes. It's like apple. When you have it in your pocket, or you have written it inside your shirt, or inside your shoes, then as you are writing the exam, you just remove your shoes. Uh, uh, when you are there, you may think that you are the only one with the apple. What you don't know is that everybody who is around also has got something. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, you are not the only one with a problem. Tell your neighbor, be visible. Shine out. Every devil. Yes. So, can't you see Please stand up and look at look at Come see the service. Look at everybody. See how we were dancing? We were singing. You are the only one who has a problem with pornography. You are the only one. Everybody is pure and is nice. What you don't know is that somebody's DP here is pornography. And he has blocked it from 
from public view and has allowed only three people to see his DP. The type of penis hanging on the DP. I shouldn't preach, eh? I should go home. You, you came to the wrong church service. You are in the wrong place. Here, we preach with clarity. You will understand. You, you will not be confused. You, you will know that what the pastor is saying is clear to you. Some of you, when we go to your Facebook account, first of all, your Facebook account is not in your name. Yes. Yes. Even though your name is Thomas Inkum, you are you, 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 on Facebook, you are Mercy Ose. And your friends are from Philippines, Indonesia. That's why you get the naked pictures and porno. I'm preaching. You are preaching good. You are Your Facebook name is not your name. But what you don't know is that you have actually set the stage and created the atmosphere for demons to possess you. Because, because, if you use your real name, Philip Ose, and we go to your page, you will see the type of things that are on your page. So, you are a boy with two testicles. <laughs> Meanwhile, your Facebook name is Arabalusi. <laughs> Am I preaching to you? It is called non-visibility. Yes. Non-visibility. You've hidden your life from your pastor's view, from other Christians' view. As you are sitting here as a boy, you are exchanging texts with another boy. In two months' time, he will use your anus as a receptacle of his erect penis. But if you come to your pastor and say, Pastor, I am a boy. Look at my testicles. But I'm falling in love with another boy. Help, help from heaven will deliver you from destruction. Whatever becomes visible itself is light. It's light. Of course, I'm not a child. If you come closer, you see that I've got gray hairs. It's not everybody you can share certain problems with. Some people, if you tell them your problem, you might as well have gone to Joy FM to announce it. I said, you might as well have gone where? Joy FM, yes. Am I preaching already? Yes. I told you've got your friend, you and I, you know, you know, Sally. I've got a little challenge, you know. This is the, the little problem, you know. I, 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 I'm just sharing it with you. This is a private discussion, you know. I, I, I've fallen in love with Philip, and I, 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 I know I, I'm feeling before you know the following day, your, your story is trending on WhatsApp. Is trending on Instagram.
I know that one. So it's not everybody you can see. But by the grace of God, Reverend Kobe, it's not that type of person. When you share your problem with him, he will say you are stupid, but it's okay. I said, you say you are stupid, but it's okay. How many of you prefer stupid to your, your story your, your story being tweeted everywhere? 2,000 tweets a day. The mistake you made was that you sent a picture of you and the boy kissing to your friend Irene. That was it. It's gone viral. It's gone bacterial. But in your life, in the church, God gives you one pastor, two pastors that you can come to. Or even sometimes a friend. Not, not every friend is a bad friend. Yes. Me, when I was young, my friends were telling me their problems. Yeah. Even though I was a pastor in my church who used to come to my house and talk to me about his marital problem. I was about... 22 years old. It's not everybody who is a blabber mouth. I said, what? Blabber what? Make sure that your life is not non-visible. You are here. You are with us. We are dancing. We are singing. You are a storm star. Everything. Meanwhile, you are actually a drunkard. When we are drinking Malta Guinness and Alvaro, you are into Alomo Black. Once a while, you cough three glasses. Tonight, eh? Tonight, I don't have much to say. Because it's a birthday night. If you are here, Make sure you don't remember me in a bad way. Find a friend. Yes. Find a friend. Somebody who is sensible and share your difficulty with the person. Come to Pastor Clement. Come to Reverend Kobe. Share a little difficulty. You have got this problem. I have this. Confess your fault one to another. But it's not, uh, not the people are not people. I said, people are not what? People. I'm informing you this evening that every problem has a solution. Every, there is none, no problem without a solution. Only you haven't availed yourself. So the Bible says that when God came and there was emptiness, and there was chaos. He shouted, let there be light. And that's the way I'm shouting to you tonight. That if in your life there's confusion, if in your life there's emptiness, let that be the light of visibility. Talk to somebody. And you will suddenly realize that light shines in your life. And the cockroaches disappear. Stand to your feet and let's close. Stand to your feet. As we close, 
we are going to take communion today. Um, Reverend Kobe, remind me, we are going to have communion stars. They are those who prepare the communion. And uh, they are different from film stars, dancing stars, singing stars, communion stars. But I want you to lift up your two hands and pray and say, Lord. See, tonight, eh, you can open up your life. Tonight. First of all, to God. Say, Lord, I'm struggling. Lord, I have this difficulty. He will help you. I'm telling you that He will help you. He will help you. Lift up your two hands and let's pray and say, Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Touch my life. Touch my life. Have mercy on me, Lord. Touch my life. Have mercy on me, Lord. Touch my life. Have mercy on me, Lord. Touch my life. Have mercy on me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He will come to you. He will come and save you. He will come and save you. He will come and save you. Speak to God. Personally, talk to him. He will come and save you. He will come and save you. He will come and save you. But all eyes closed and every head bowed. Please put down your hand. Close your eyes. I want to pray for a brother here or a sister here tonight. You don't have the light of the Lord in your life. You are not born again. Tonight in this room, you can take the most revolutionizing decision that turns your life around. And all I want you to do as every eye is closed and every head is bowed. If you want to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and as your Lord, every eye closed and every head bowed. You want to receive Jesus Christ into your life. Today, you are taking a decision. It is called decision time. If you want to take that decision, just lift up your right hand above your head. I myself will pray with you. It will be the beginning of a new life and a new light in your life. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. If you want to receive Jesus Christ into your life, lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes, just lift your hand high above your head. Say, Pastor, I need Jesus. Pastor, I want to be born again. Pastor, I want to accept the Lord in my life. Thank you, Father, for tonight. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Just lift your hand wherever you are. Wherever you are, just above your head. I want to pray for you. Above your head. Pastor, pray for me. I need Jesus. Pastor, pray for me. I bow my knees to Jesus. I want to know the Lord personally. Satan is destroying me. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to give you the final opportunity to lift your hand to the Lord if you want to receive him in your life, wherever you are. Father, we thank you. We bless you. What a blessing. What a privilege. What a, what, what a merciful God you are. Guide us continually by your light. And let your will be done in our lives. In Jesus' name.